Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. So this Thursday, a special event is taking place in Ferry Carrig Hotel at 7 pm. The event will be presented by one of Ireland's leading children's rights lawyers, Gareth Noble, who is coming to Wexford to talk to local families of what children with additional needs are. Joining us to look ahead to the event is Patrina Gleason, who joins me in studio. Good morning to you, Patrina. Good morning, Alan. And I've also got David Gannon on the telephone. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good to talk to you, David. So, I'll come to you first off, Petrina. Can you tell us how you got involved in arranging these sort of events and why? I suppose maybe to just go back to our backstory. I'm mum to four children. Our second eldest, Charlie, was born with Down syndrome. And at the age of six years, he was diagnosed with autism disorder. Um, Charlie was actually born in Canada and we had um, fabulous access to early intervention services there. Um, when he was a year old we decided to move home because he was so medically unwell and it, we it was subsequently engaged in the early intervention services here in Wexford. Mm-hmm. It quickly became apparent that how services were distributed in Ireland was completely different to the Canadian service and while we had good input into services um, initially there was a tailing off of those services and actually that occurred at the time that Charlie was diagnosed with autism. We rolled forward then to the COVID pandemic and these services completely stopped altogether. Um, I suppose it's really important to point out that these are life-changing services for our children. They enabled them to communicate appropriately, to learn to walk um, and uh, skills, fine and gross motor skills. So they are critical services for our children. Now, if you want to put on the headset, I'm going to bring in David. You'll be able to hear David. Once again, good morning to David. You're going to be attending the event. Can you tell us about your own family then? Yeah, um, our son Aidan is three and a half, and he was born uh, like Charlie with um, Down syndrome. And um, similar story, you know, that uh, we had some services when he was born, just inadequate services. And then, for example, he went from February 2020 until October 2022, without seeing any sort of speech and language therapist in person. So that was from age one to three and a half. And if you think of your own children, people at home, that's when they learned to walk and talk. And we were sitting at home trying to go online and find different activities to be able to help him. Um, Currently, he's going through a program and it's really helping. We can see him already jumping along steps in a few weeks. Um, But also in that meantime, we did a law of course, which people would have heard of last week and the week before. And that was funded by Down Syndrome Wexford. So just before we go on, I want to say thanks to everybody who threw money in buckets at churches last weekend and the weekend before, because that's what paid for our law, of course. Like, it was a real great support. It's kind of a bit shocking that that's the only support we had in the last couple of years. But thank you to everybody who had done that so far. It's not just shocking, David. It's atrocious. Petrina, yeah. uh, uh, the event, uh, Gareth Noble is, is, is the keynote speaker. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about him, please? So I first met Gareth at a conference organised by the Cottage Autism Network in May. He's a human rights lawyer, um, as I mentioned, and I suppose what um, how I came to ask the Down Syndrome branch as to whether they would be in a position to fund and uh, host this talk was since um, this reorganisation of the new children's disability uh, network team, um, we as families have become aware of the fact that uh, since it's uh, uh, up and running in November 2021, that we really have been unable to access any meaningful services for our children. 
We have posed questions to the Dáil previously in relation to wait lists and accessing therapies. We've also made complaints to the HSC and those have come back so skewed that they're in no way reflective of what's happening to our children on the ground. So I stick so, with that for the moment and I'll put the, the question to you. How are you going to prove to the HSC just how bad the situation is? Because I, I honestly believe, listening to you there, you need you, you believe that action needs to be taken by them and immediately. <laughs> Well, I think the first thing that I learned from Garrett was that we actually have to go back to the assessment of need process for our children. So we have to have what their needs are clearly outlined to be able to go back then to the proof to the HSC that actually the services that are delineated in that document are not the services that they're getting on the ground. So that was one point he made. Another point he made at the conference was that where a service isn't available in your county, we have got the right as parents to make an application to have that service provided in an alternative county. So again, it's an information evening to inform uh, parents um, you know, how we can meaningful access services, but also um, you know, to provide us with a clear pathway to show the HSE that we're not getting these critical services for our children. And David, do you feel let down by the HSE? And if so, what action do you as a parent want to happen? Yeah, it's... Uh I think it's, it, it's, it's the HSE every time we get a phone call. So, for example, we had an occupational therapist um, and there's no longer an occupational therapist in Wexford and the reason for this is because they can't fill a post. Well, that's just one arm of the state blaming another arm of the state. Why aren't there enough occupational therapists trained in the whole country? And it's very, very simple to put these solutions in. I'm a teacher and if a teacher is out for maternity leave, it's incumbent on the principal to fill that role. It is not incumbent on the HSE to fill a role of a speech and language therapist or an occupational therapist or physiotherapist who's gone on maternity leave. And it's just disgraceful. It's just um, letting the weakest suffer because you don't want to do your job properly. Right. And from, we'll guess the HSE will blame the lack of posts. And but it's easy to create more posts of speech and language therapists and occupational therapists. It's just you increase the pace of the university. You provide access to education or upskilling or retraining amongst people who have to necessary skills to go into that level and it's a much more fundamental thing than just saying is the HSE and there's the people in this branch or this area because the people in Wexford that we've dealt with to a person have been excellent it's just their workload is extravagant and ridiculous and money is spent on administration and money is spent on buying a building instead of actually providing services that help our children bit by bit and help every child bit by bit because if Aidan is able to speak when he goes into preschool. The children in that preschool, in the mainstream preschool, are able to talk to him better. They get to know people with additional needs much better. It's much better for our society to be open and inclusive and to see these people and to be able to talk to people like this instead of trying to filter them away and not give them the necessary services so that they can't do these things. I can really sense the passion there. And Petrina, you are, are, are the same. Are you, are you worn down by this? Are, are you beaten down by this as parents, Petrina? I was just saying to a mother last night, I think um, one of the greatest joys we would have is the ability to be a parent, actually. At the moment, we're not advocates, we're fighting for services, right. and we shouldn't have to do this. I will add on to David's um, comment about uh, uh, about uh, advertising for therapists. Unfortunately, the HSE are advertising for therapists, but they are not making the roles... Um, Case specific. Attractive. Yeah. Um, so, for example, recently they made an advertisement for a speech and language therapist to um, cover the whole of Wexford for the adult disability service. I mean, it's just not 
a role anybody would be willing to take on. So okay. they need to make those posts attractive. Well, I started with you. I'm going to finish with you, David. The message uh, has come out crystal clear. Ferry Carrick Hotel at 7 p.m. this coming Thursday. So as we started with Petrina, we'll conclude with you. Um, you want to be able to advocate and get the best you can for your children. So I'll leave the final word to you for the moment. Well, I suppose anybody with a child with additional needs, if they want to attend, or they can send an email to Wexford, or Wexford Children in Crisis, Outlook.ie, and we'll have the questions beforehand so they can be answered better. Um, I just, for everybody, that every child has additional needs in some way, shape, or form. Our children just have more additional needs, and they just need a little bit more support. Every child can achieve. I have seen through Special Olympics in Wexford, the amount of achievements through people is just amazing, and all they need to be given is the opportunity. And if we don't give children the opportunity to achieve, that's not fair. It's just not fair on the weakest in society. It's an abdication of responsibility by the state when you're picking on the weakest all the time, all the time. They can't speak for themselves yet, and they will be if we give them enough support. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.